Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is finally Friday, September 8th, 5.30. Thank you for joining us uh, as we get ready to kick things off for the weekend. So happy the weekend's here. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. How, or how did your fantasy team do? Because I, I was thinking about you. You're in this, this like money league, right, with all these other ladies and stuff. How did you have any players in the game last night? I did. I did have a player in the game last night. So he, here's a here's a quick funny story. So I'm doing this women of fantasy league. With, it, um, it's with full time fantasy and. Um, I thought this is like, this is going to be just a fun little thing, you know? And so we went, I, I went to the draft and it was at the Circa and these are like l- legit, most of them, some of them were not, but like legit women that their job is playing fantasy football. Like that's how they earn a living working for sports illustrated football blogs, NFL.com. And I was like, Oh dear Lord. I mean, I played fantasy for a few years, but I didn't realize, Oh my gosh. So I get there and uh, my husband comes with me just because I want him for advice on on the draft, you know, make sure I don't screw up. Um, and I think I mentioned I uh, I drafted a defense really early and that's a huge no, no in the world of fantasy. And when I swear when I did it. The the room went cold. It went down five degrees. Like everyone was just like, what? Who is this amateur? So at the end of the draft, a professional uh, fantasy football person grades your draft. Mm-hmm. They give you a letter grade. I got a C minus on my draft. No. I was devastated. A C minus. By the way, I don't think you drafted a defense in the 10th round. I don't think that's a bad call because if you have a strong defense, that's going to get you points. But a C minus. The, the rule of thumb is to only draft a defense in the last two rounds. That's the that's the pro yeah, way to do yeah. it. So anyway, I got a C minus, which was the lowest grade they gave out. I, I'm I'm talking about people that have never even played fantasy before got a higher grade than me, and I was just like. I was I was salty. I was so upset. So last night, um, I'm like, 
I, I have a guy playing and I'm like, please do something. And I got 19.1 points last night. That's solid. So nice. Happy. What a strong I was start. So happy. Uh, I was like, that'll show you. There's only one person that got a higher score than me last night. And it's one game. Like, I know Sunday's coming, but still, it, it, I felt a little redemption. You uh, Do we ever put it out? Because I want to follow this league. You said you can't follow this league publicly. The information's out there. I, I think it's out Did there. We put it's it out there like, somewhere? I don't know if we put it out. I, I don't even know. I'll try to find because um, I want to follow along because I'm, I'm I'm invested in this thing. I have faith in this in the C minus team. This C minus team that people laughed at is going to have a strong finish. I, I have a feeling I'm trying go to far. find the article that they wrote, and I was just like, Who's "This judge, what does this judge know?" The, and, and, and they wrote about me taking the defense <laughs> early. That was a, that was a topic of the conversation, and I was just like. Wow. Okay. That's how we play now. I got you. I got you. And so I was really salty about that whole thing. I, I'm pulling for you in this whole thing. Like, <laughs> hey, so how many teams passed on Tom Brady? A bunch of people passed on Tom Brady. You're, you're, you have that genius mindset where you see, you saw something that other people didn't see. And that's why you drafted that number one defense. And Do that's going to get you far this year. I just found the analysis. Let me, let me, let me read it to you really quick. It's pretty short. Where did it go? Um, okay. Analysis. Okay. Obviously, Mercedes has some sort of superstition about drafting a defense early, but that was clearly her biggest mistake. There is no guarantee that the Niners will have the best defense in 2023. And even if they do, the difference in points is much smaller than the difference between a top tier skill position and an intermediate player. Although I loved Mercedes first two picks in Amon, Ra, St. Brown and Tony Pollard. I think she took Joe Burrow slightly too early <laughs> and things could get messy with both Debo Samuel and and George Kittle in the starting lineup. I was like, okay. 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 I'll show you. This is like a like ESPN breakdown. <laughs> oh, it goes on. Did. I could go. I could finish it. I'm not going to. It's what? just it's, it bores people who don't know fantasy football. When did it come out, this article? This person? Was it the uh, same th day? That, that, was, night? that was the next day after our draft. So, so it was like a couple the, of weeks ago. I wonder if they listened to the radio show because... Did you mention it was a superstition thing when you drafted? Because you talked about it on the show the next morning. I, so when uh, this person listened? I tweeted it out. Oh, you did? Okay. I was okay. like, it's a superstition, <laughs> even though it's not. <laughs> I was just trying to find a justification. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a good night. I had a good uh, one player who did very well last so, night. <laughs> it was just nice having football back, too. Yeah, exactly. Whether it be fantasy football or not, it's just nice to have the game on, game on in the background. It was a great game, too, to start the season with the Lions winning. That was an interesting game last night. Yeah, it was. 21 to 20. We'll talk more about that this morning. And just, yeah, football being back. A lot of people excited about that. How was your night? It was good. We're getting ready. We're going to uh, Sedona this weekend, and we're driving down there. So I'm dealing with a little bit of a car issue. It was on Wednesday. Laura's tire pressure thing was low, which happens sometimes, you know, with the, with the weather changing. I got colder over the weekend. So I filled up her tires, and all was golden. But the, there's one tire that's low again. We noticed it this morning. So I'm like, ah. So I'm trying to get into, like, a tire shop this morning to have them take a look at it, see if I need a new tire or something. I want to get that fixed before we hit the road this morning. Do you need to uh, Do you need to leave by a certain time, or are you kind of no, like, okay, I'm good. If it gets done when it gets done? Oh, as far as this afternoon? Yeah, we want to try to get out of here by noon or so because it's four and a half hours to get down there. So we want to get down there by dinner time tonight because um, it's Laura's girlfriends that are down there in Sedona. They all flew in from, from Philadelphia last night. So we're having a dinner at the house tonight. I think around 6, 630. So we'd love to get there before dinner 
thunder starts, but we'll see where the morning goes. Yeah, it should be a good weekend. I know a lot of people, even though for many it was a four-day work week, these were these four-day work weeks go by so <laughs> slow. So people are ready for the weekend, and we are too. And we're so happy you guys are joining us this morning. So let's kick things off. It is time to get things going with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear King of Wishful Thinking by Go West? <laughs> Time by Semisonic. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Or do you want to hear We Belong Together by Mariah Carey? Come back, baby, please, cause we belong choices get your votes in right now you can do it a few ways you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 coming up next Mix 94.1. You're going to want to hear this. All right. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. You can always give us a call at 702-364-9400. And coming up next, what is the weirdest thing that you have ever received as a gift? JC's wife asked for something really odd for her birthday. And apparently these items have a a cult following. We're going to talk about it coming up next. But first, the votes are in. And King of Wishful Thinking by Go West is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music. You pick it. We play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show you pick up. Your wife celebrated her birthday, was it last week? Uh, two Saturdays ago. Okay, yes. so a couple of weeks ago, and I'm just now hearing about this. You uh, you got her something interesting. She asked for it. It's not like it was just out of the blue something that you decided to get her. She asked for it, and I didn't even know that this was a thing. What is it? Tinned fish. So we're all familiar with tuna fish and other and, and sardines. Tin fish, it's this this gourmet fish inside tin cans. And apparently this craze picked up over the summer. The Today Show was doing stories on it. And and think of like salmon, but instead of just in, in, in a can, there's certain oils in there. There's certain flavors. And she, Laura, loves fish. So she wanted to try tin fish. And there, there's a place that sells them at downtown Summerlin at the farmer's market on Saturday mornings. So the Saturday of her birthday, I went down there and got her some tin fish. And she is in love with this to the point where I went back this past Saturday and got more tin fish. There's tin fish groups in Las Vegas. There's tin fish groups all across the country. But they have, uh, you heard of uh, charcuterie boards. There's now charcuterie boards where you're getting tin fish and putting different fishes on the boards and you're mixing them with olives and putting them on bread. It's a whole thing. It's a whole world. I've, I mean, I've had like canned fish. I don't know if it's like. The same thing where, you know, it's smoked salmon and you open the, the the can and you have your smoked salmon. And I've had that before and it's been pretty good and um, never had sardines. But my, my grandpa used to love smoked oysters in a can and he'd open up that can and he'd put one of the smoked oysters on a saltine cracker. And that was a snack. And he gave me one once and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever had. I was just like, just the, cons- it w- the flavor wasn't horrible. It was the 
consistency of the smoked oyster chewing mm-hmm. on that was just nasty. <laughs> There's certain, she tried mussels over the weekend, and we were told that's, that has a very fishy taste to it. And she wasn't a fan of that one, but they have different, you can get them with hot sauces inside. And then we were talking to a friend, and he said over in Germany, they've got bars where you go in, and all they serve is they just have tin fish on the walls behind the bar. So you order a beer, and then you start ordering tin fish from, the, uh, from behind the bar, and you just pop open the fish, and you just start eating it right there in the bar. What an interesting thing to ask for. I've asked for some some crazy things uh, for birthdays and Christmases before, but I've never heard of anyone asking for tinned fish before. That's a new one. We don't do, we normally don't do birthday gifts either. And it was like either the Thursday or Friday before her birthday. She's like, hey, there's something I want for my birthday. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I able to get it in time? What is this? Thinking clothes, something for the horse. Who knows? Tinned fish. Okay. Let's explore this new world of tin fish. So is that all she's eating now is just uh, fish out of a can? That is her girl dinner. She does tin fish and she'll get some carrots and some hummus to go with it. She makes the whole seacuterie board at the house. She's uh, she's all in on tin fish right now. Man, that's a, that's a new one. Is there anything that you asked for for a, a present that was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's odd. I thought my I thought my cast iron skillet was weird. <laughs> <laughs> she beat me on that one. And the, the, the skillet is now back in business? Um, it, We're in the process of seasoning. Maybe I should put some tin fish in it. <laughs> That'll give it a lot of flavor. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1912. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Since we're show number 1912, guess what happened in the year 1912? Well, New Mexico and Arizona were both admitted as states number 47 and 48. 1912. I love this. I'm driving to Arizona this afternoon. Yeah. Happy birthday, Arizona. I'm a fan of these these facts. Mercedes started this when we started show number 1900. She's doing it for the next 100 shows. Oh, my God. And people people love these. Well, I could do it past into the 2000s. That's true, yeah. This can be a thing. It's educational. (laughs) I just thought I'd give you that little interesting fun fact this morning. How you doing? It is uh, Friday, September 8th, ready for the weekend. You're headed out of town. This weekend. Yes. Steph, are you going out of town to say goodbye to your childhood home? Or are you just going to stay here and be sad about it? Oh, I'm going to stay here and be sad about it. I just found out this a couple days ago is my dad and uncle, they live in my childhood home currently. And we've lived there since 1996. And they are deciding to move out at the end of the year, and they're going to move into my grandparents' house. My grandparents' house is currently vacant, so they're trying to see how we can kind of keep it in the family, and that's what they finally decided to do. So I'm kind of torn. I'm feeling like, man, I'm losing my childhood home, but at the same time, we're keeping my grandparents' house in the family, and that's where I'm currently at. I can totally see why you would be upset about that. I mean, that's... You'll never forget that place. That is that was your life, and and I can see why you are upset about that. It's great that they're keeping the the grandparent home in the family, but that's where that's where you grew up. Yeah, all the memories. I lived in every. I I was in every single room at one point. I had my bedroom in there, and I'm just thinking about all the, the things. kitchen. Yeah, except the kitchen, <laughs> except the bathroom. A couple nights partying, she got home. Uh, it's too hard to make it. I'll the sleep bed. in the kitchen. Yeah. Sleep on the countertop. <laughs> no, I have until the end of the year, so I can say my goodbyes. Probably during the holidays is when I'll say my official goodbye to my childhood home. I would be bummed if my parents sold my childhood home. I'm right there with you, Steph. I would feel. I, I feel would feel that pain. 
mean? Because I, I was born in one house, but then grew up pretty much since I was three years old in the house that my parents are still in to this day. And they've talked about selling and, and moving somewhere else in town. I'm like, no, they got to do what, what makes them happy. But if they were selling it, I'd be like, well, let's, let's one of us give it to one of us. Let one of us try to buy it or something. I don't want to see it go. It's so funny because um, when we moved to the home that we're currently in, we moved from um, a home that was like two miles away. It wasn't that far, but that was my um, oldest daughter's like childhood home. There was one house before that, but she doesn't remember it. So uh, we're moving and she is upset. She is crying. I think she was like eight or nine years old. And she's like, this is where I grew up. This is where all my memories are. I can't believe we're moving. She is crying about it. I, I'm like, don't worry. We'll make new memories. She's, she goes, this is the only home I've ever known. And she's like so dramatic about it. So I brought that up to her the other day. I don't know. We were just talking about it. And I go, do you remember when you were so dramatic when we moved to this house? And she goes, yeah. I go, do you remember that other house? She goes, not really. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even care about it anymore. But she was so dramatic about it when we moved. Yeah, I'd probably be like her. Then you just kind of forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> What's trending is up next. What do you have for us? New music from Olivia Rodrigo and BTS's V. We'll give you a listen. Also, Jimmy Fallon says, sorry. And a new food item. With caffeine specifically targeted towards gamers. We'll tell you what it is coming up next and what's trending. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Olivia Rodrigo and V are both trending this morning. They both have new music out today, and it's so good on both accounts. Olivia Rodrigo, her highly anticipated second album, Guts, was released last night. The album has already given us a number one single with the song Vampire. She said she was inspired for this album by 1990s female artists who aren't afraid to be angry and remorseful and like spiteful and snarling. So her her debut album Sour went four times platinum. I'm going to I'm really curious to see how this one does. Uh, let's hear a couple of the songs. We've heard Bad Idea right. This one is yeah. also out. Which this one to me sounds so 90s. I just, it's such a flashbacky kind of sound. This one is a, a slower ballad, but it's really good. It's called Logical. And then this one, it's called Get Him Back. I listened to all 12 tracks last night, and I was blown away. I, I was like, man, she really brought it for the second album. It's good. It's, it's just so... Um, 
she's just so like salty and like kind of like angry, but it's like so good. I love it. She's got some attitude towards her. Yeah. I was kind of punching through it this morning. I'm glad you brought up that song, Get Him Back, because that one jumped out to me. And then there's a song called Lacey on, her, on the album that I just love. I listened to it multiple times driving in. That's the song that grabbed my ear. But I'm going to play the beginning of the song, Get Him Back, because I heard this and you said she's inspired by the 90s. And it reminds me of an alternative song from the 90s, but I cannot think of the name of it. Okay. Let me play the beginning of it. I met a guy in the summer and I left him in the spring. He argued with me about everything. He had an ego and a temper and a wandering eye. He said he's six foot two and I'm like, dude, nice try. There was a song in the 90s that was like, Jimmy got with Donna. Donna got with Steve. Steve got with Becky and Becky got with me. They're singing about people getting with each other. And then the song kicks in. And I cannot think of it for the life of me. See, all I heard was Beck Loser at the very beginning of it, where it was a before the days in chimpanzee there was a monkey. The, you know what? Yes. That, that's what the, that reminded me was Beck. I, met a guy in the summer and I, left him in the I hear that too. And then, obviously, little different sound, but the, I, the beat, yeah, and just the way he delivers the cadence. Yeah, I don't know if anyone knows what that other song is that you're referring to. I'd love to hear it. Um, but that's not the only new music is out. Uh, oh, by the way, she is going to be performing over at the uh, MTV Video Music Awards on Tuesday night. So that was just announced yesterday. BTS's V, he also released his solo uh, debut solo EP. It's called Layover. He also released a new music video for the song called Slow Dancing off the album. <laughs> has a total of six songs including slow dancing it's an instrumental version with that one then um pre-release songs called love me again and rainy days which we played and then the other two tracks are called blue and for us the video came out video is really cute he's just got such a i can't describe it like a jazzy sound and i just i love it he sounds so good it has a j- like jazz feel to it is v are the guys from bts on apple music or are they not on apple music yeah they're they on are? there I yeah find v this morning that's you, the one i wanted to listen no oh that's weird i was uh well i watched the video on youtube i he should be on v if not maybe uh or on um apple music if not spotify oh uh, yeah i'll find him but yeah it was like i did olivia i'm driving in like i need to find v and then i realized i should probably focus on driving and not finding v as i'm driving yeah to the radio v's station. on there i just looked him up okay just type in v third one down <laughs> which is weird why is he the third one down yeah the v he should be first he's the first <laughs> yeah, v. exactly it's right below uh vampire and victoria monet so okay now you perfect know. and then uh let's see we're running out of time so jimmy fallon's trending he apologized for all those rumors that run around about him being a, a mean guy. And then Cup Noodles, they came out with a new caffeinated version of Cup Noodles for gamers. So they stay up all night and play their video <laughs> games. And that's what's trending. Our number is 702-364-9400. And if you've ever gone into labor or even given birth in an odd place, we want to hear from you. It turns out uh, we had heard that a woman went into labor at one of Beyonce's concerts and it was on Monday and it was actually an actress who's pretty famous herself. Her name is Sarah Francis Jones and she's known for her role in Hairspray and she went into labor during Beyonce's birthday concert at SoFi Stadium in LA on Monday and she said this is so funny she goes I think it was right after the mute challenge 
everybody went mute. LA did very well. And then I started having contractions. So here, here's the part she's talking about. Be waving around the crowd, go move. Look around, everybody on mute. Look around, it's me and my Everyone is silent. And uh, then all of a sudden, here comes this contraction. She starts going into labor. Uh, she made it out of the show just in time. She missed having her bay bay. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, on Beyonce's birthday by just a few hours, she late named the little girl Nola after her dad's hometown of New Orleans. However, no middle name has been picked yet. And she says she's open to something Beyonce-like. Oh, I like yeah. that. wonder what, because mute, everyone is quiet, and you don't want to be the one that breaks that silence. They're on mute, and she starts feeling the labor pains. Do you think she's, oh, no, hold it, hold it. She don't want to be the oh, one yeah. to be up. Stop. Yeah, and then they come back, and they're like, ah, help me. Has, like, have, have, did your mom, like, give birth in a hospital with you, every like, with all of the kids? Or did anyone go into labor in a weird place? I I know we were all hospital, but I know my mom tried to induce my labor because I was late. And so she and my dad drove in their little Volkswagen bug through a cornfield that was really bumpy, trying to get things loosened up to get me to come out. It still didn't work. I still I was like hanging on for dear life, didn't want to get out of there. I would have loved to see that scene. Just El Jefe plowing through some cornfield. This has got to work. When you mentioned the little teaser there, I, I sent my mom a text message and asked her, and she said, no, I can't say that I did. Luckily, I was always at home. Recently, uh, a friend of ours, she went into labor, and this was her third kid, and maybe by the third kid, it's like, ah, whatever. But she went into labor. Instead of going right to the hospital, she went to Chipotle and had some lunch. She's going to get some food before we go to the hospital. So she went, she had lunch, and then she went to deliver the baby. Oh, yeah. My mom, she took shower. She shaved her legs. She she told me, yeah, she's like, I want to make sure I ate something good. And, and it wasn't like, it's not like when the water breaks immediately, you, well, not always the mm-hmm. case. For some, yeah, you got to go immediately. But um, yeah, she just did her regular thing. I think she said she even contemplated painting her toenails because she knew that people would see her yeah. right up there, but she didn't do that. So. See, I always saw my ignorance, no, no kids. I thought as soon as the water breaks, you got to go, not realizing you have time to go get Chipotle, do your nails, get all ready. There's not a rush. Well, sometimes your water does doesn't break right away but you start getting contractions so oh. you're like oh okay there are the contractions and that's why you time them out to see because the closer they get that means okay now it's time to go but if you have like a contraction and then like 45 minutes later you have another one it's like eh, yeah we'll wait i let me finish for watching this show and then we'll head out over to the hospital my because my i'm trying to think my baby birthing watching has to probably do with 1980s and 1990s sitcoms susan did you spill water no my water broke and then they rushed to the hospital. I never saw that sitcom. <laughs> that was an episode I of Growing Pains in the saw 90s. That sitcom. <laughs> this text just came in. It says, My sister in law went into labor at the San Diego Wild Animal Park on the tram. They were about five to ten minutes in on the 15 minute ride when her water broke. Oh, man. I hope they made it to a hospital. At that point, where, where do you go? What do you do? Yeah, when the animal delivery areas, one of the vets take care yeah. of you right there. You clear out the reptile station. <laughs> like, oh, we're coming in here. Coming in hot. Hot, hot, hot. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Country music star Zach Bryan, he's been arrested in Oklahoma. The reports say that he was arrested yesterday on an obstruction of investigation charge. And then he was booked at the Craig County Jail. It's still kind of unclear what led to his arrest, but he posted on Instagram and uh, it looks like he may have been driving to Massachusetts 
to see the Philadelphia Eagles play this weekend when he when the whole arrest went down. Um, he's fresh off of his first CMA nomination. We talked about those nominations yesterday. He took to uh, Twitter or X to apologize. He said, today I had an incident with the Oklahoma Highway Patrol. Emotions got the best of me and I was out of line in the things I said. I support law enforcement as much as anyone can. I was just frustrated in the moment. It was unlike me and I apologize. Oh, I have a feeling body cam footage oh, is going to yeah. be coming out, and he's trying to get ahead of that. And he just, him and uh, Casey Musgrave's new number one song in the country this week it just came out on Tuesday. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, that'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, he's this like, is oh, not going to go away. Yeah. Boy, uh-huh. yeah, so I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that. Uh, also, this morning, we talked about this a little bit this week. Um the hot the one chip challenge uh it's being pulled from stores the pocky one chip challenge product this after um a 14 year old died in massachusetts on september 1st with his family saying that his death is related to that one chip challenge pocky's explained that they're pulling the product from stores because consumers were not paying attention to the recommendations on the label so um they're saying it's not a direct result of that but that people are not looking at the warnings and that they're pulling it off off of the shelves and probably not a bad idea yeah we were one of the first to do it yeah. actually i felt like you just did it that was back when it was just radio truth or dare and you got the dare that week because you're i didn't take a bite of that you didn't thing. do it no i, I remember, felt like someone else did it i remember that was the one where and we had to order it online we couldn't go to the store we had to order it through a certain website to get it delivered and then you took one bite and you were cool with it. And like, oh, it's not too bad. And then you went in for that second bite. And it was a second bite that gave you that punch. Yeah, but it, even still, uh, it was th- of all the hot things we've had on this show, the the two worst by far were the Trouble Bubble gum. Mm-hmm. That that In my mind, that one was the worst one. Then a close second was that Nashville hot chicken tender that we had a few weeks ago. Um, the, the one chip challenge, I would put that much lower on the list. It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as those two for sure. Yeah. Trouble bubble was the worst that we, that nearly killed us. I'm not saying that jokingly. We were in a bad way. I I wasn't right for a good two weeks after Mm -hmm. that. And then same with the, the chicken finger. Um, it took me a good four or five days to fully recover from that. That was, that was rough. I'm done with spicy challenges. We y'all. are. No, you, all of us are. And we're just trying them too. We, we didn't go. None of us finished that sandwich. Oh my we, gosh. No way. We had a hearty bite and same thing with the gum. We put the gum in. We, I think maybe we chewed it for five, 10 seconds and then we spit it out because we felt the pain coming on. I, I'm having uh, PTSD right now because I feel my throat cl- like clenching and I'm, I'm starting to get nauseous. So we should probably move, move on. on. All right. Finally, this morning, police in the UK, they had to respond to an observatory on Wednesday because someone reported seeing a bunch of dead bodies, like freaking out, right? The witness thought that there had been some sort of like a mass murderer or a cult ritual killing. So the the police rush over, they get there, and it's a yoga class. What? The class was performing... Um, the corpse pose, or if you do, uh, if you do yoga. What's the corpse pose? You just fall shav- flat shav- on your shav- face? Shavasana. It's, it's, it's this. On your back? Yeah, on your back uh-huh. with your arms out like this. It's the best pose. I love it. They always do it at the end. when you, That's when you do Shavasana. And I get so happy. I've cried during Shavasana sometimes, like after just the whole practice and everything's said and done. And then you lay there and you do Shavasana. 
like I can't explain it. Like things will just happen, and you'll start crying, and it's crazy. So they were all there laying there doing shavasana, and, <laughs> and they thought that they were all dead. You can imagine how that might might have looked with a bunch of people laying there doing that. Obviously, it didn't take a long time for the police to figure out that there was a misunderstanding, and and I'm sure the sirens and police activity probably disturbed their uh, ruin that moment, huh? Their, their vibes. But the yoga instructor said, "My heart goes out to the people who thought I was a murderer." But I can assure you, I just hold space for deep relaxation the police say, said the caller had really good intentions they were just concerned so everyone no one's being charged or anything like that okay coming up here next do you want to get into this rude jc thinks i'm rude and i i think i'm just being hygienic is it rude to ask people to remove their shoes when they come into your house. JC says it's so rude. I'm like, wait a second. Excuse me. I need to explain myself. Okay. I need to explain well, myself. Yeah, you better. <laughs> what do you guys think? Is it rude to ask people to remove their shoes when they come into your home? 702-364-9400. We'll talk about it coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You can always call the show at 702-364-9400. Jason, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Really good. We um we were talking about this a little off the air. Uh, do you ask people to remove their shoes when you come into the, when you go into their house? Do you think it's rude if people do that, or do you think it's okay? Well, if you live in Canada or anywhere else that has a lot of precipitation, you have to remove your shoes so that the carpet doesn't get all nasty. Ah, oh, lots of precipitation. Mm-hmm. I mean that, and that is a valid point. We live in the desert. Unless you were here last week, I guess that doesn't really apply. But thank you, Jason. Thank you for, for supporting my cause. I JC thinks I'm rude because when people come to my house, I will. I, and, and I don't order it. I make a kind suggestion. That like, oh, if you want to take off your shoes, you can put them right here. That's how I say it. And JC thinks I'm rude for doing that. No, hold on. Let me explain myself. First off, 
<laughs> it's your house. You can do have any rules you want. Thank you for for giving me permission to have yes. my own rules. <laughs> Whatever you want, I, I, and, and I will follow those rules. I will respect those rules. Whatever you lay down when I walk upon your home, I will follow them. I respect that. But when it comes to the shoes off, I think there are certain little uh, caveats that you need when it comes to this. First one being, if you're going to ask of people to remove their shoes, I think you need to give them an option. Booties. Hey, would you mind taking off your shoes? If not, I do have some booties. Because people might not be prepared. You, everyone, you've got those ratty socks with the holes in them. Your toes sticking out. It doesn't look good. Maybe your feet smell when you take off your shoes. You're giving them the option, which I think is fantastic. And I felt like you, you've done that before in your house. Here's the other thing. If you're at, let's say you're having a dinner party. Saturday night, you're like, hey, want to come over? We're having dinner. Yeah, sounds great. Just a heads up. I do require my guests to take my shoes off. Give the person an advance warning so they can wear those nice socks when they come to your house. Well, I, I mean, I do have the booties, and I usually save those for people doing, like, a service in my home, um, especially if they're doing something upstairs where everything is carpeted. Uh, on the downstairs, we just have, like, hardwood. But I still, I still ask them to do it because the floors get dirty. The floors get dirty. And... Tracking in, think of all the things you've stepped on in parking lots and walking in the grass and stuff. And then you walk on my floor. I just, I just ask I, I politely and I'm not rude about it. Like I said, it's just a suggestion like, hey, if you could take your shoes off, you can put them right here. And then I, I've never had one person like, oh. Or, or say, like, I, I refuse or anything I'm like that. I'm not coming in. <laughs> yeah, and I was so proud because my daughter had some friends over a couple of weeks ago. And I was upstairs and they got there. She goes, you guys can take your shoes off and put them right here. I was like, taught her well. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Um, let's talk to Marianne. Marianne, rude or not? Do you ask people to take their shoes off when they come into your house? Not so rude. You know what? It's my home and it, my rules. And listen, if you don't want to take your shoes off, you can use some booties because I've got some booties for you. Or if you don't want to take your sandals off, that's okay. Booties fit right over those sandals too. Yeah, that's a, the booties is a good option to have. I want to get like really embarrassing looking booties so that, so that when you walk around, you, you have like dinosaurs on your feet or something like that. I respect that. <laughs> Again, I respect any house rules and I'll follow along. You got to take your shirt off when you walk in. No problem. Whatever you want. I just think providing booties is a fantastic step to take. So you don't have to face that embarrassment of the smelly feet, the embarrassing socks, that big toe sticking out of your sock. That's so embarrassing. I don't think you can equate uh, taking your shirt off to taking your shoes off at home. (laughs) I've been to homes. I got to take my shirt off? Take off your shirt. I'm sorry. Sonia, good morning. What do you think? Good morning, uh, Mercedes and JC. First of all, I just want to say that I absolutely love you. I drive in an hour into Vegas. I'm a teacher every morning, and I listen to you guys almost every morning. So thank you for bringing me joy every single day that I drive into town. Wow. Well, first of all, Sonia, thank you. for, And you know we love our teachers so much. Thank you for what you do. An hour into town every day. Wow. You would be allowed to keep your shoes on in my house. (laughs) But I would take them off. <laughs> you think? Do you think it's rude to ask your guests to do that? No, because um, like I heard you mentioning about the parking lot, I even trained my kids to dodge like the spit when you're walking on the park in the parking lot to the stores. I'm like, always look out for the big globs of spit that are on the the ground because I'm thinking you're gonna. Like, track that into your house or wherever you go it attaches to your shoe so basically no i have everybody take off their shoes and nobody has a problem i don't want that stuff in my house yeah it's just you think about 
I, I walk in barefoot on it after you leave. That's pretty disgusting. I don't want to have to worry about that. So I'm sorry if that comes across as rude. Um, I do have the booty option. And maybe I, I need a sign. Someone just said, we have a sign at our front door that says, please remove your slippers. <laughs> and they're from Hawaii. I think that's adorable. Yeah, maybe I'm going to put up some sort of a sign so it's expected and you're not caught off guard. <laughs> a little waiver of have a dinner party. Send it out. And These are the requirements. Is, is, uh, did you see this This text that came in? It says, not rude. What is rude, JC, is taking mushrooms out of someone's cart. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to that story if no. you missed it. <laughs> Let's not live in the past. Let's live in the present. <laughs> Now back to Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. I have a question. Does everyone have a rule at their job? And the rule is that you're not allowed to do this. Like, does every job have one of those? You are not allowed to what at your job? 702-364-9400. Yesterday, um, we had ADT at our house and they were um, upgrading our security system and our cameras and stuff. And they put booties on, by the way. Um, but they were, they were you provided or I feel like ADT, they roll in. I think That's, they rolled in with yeah. the booties. Yeah. They were really nice. And, um, they were, they were at the house and they were upgrading our security system and, um, they were showing me on the app, like, you know, where all the different cameras were. And I saw one and it said bedroom and I'm like, wait a second. I go, did you guys put a camera in our bedroom? And I start freaking out. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Why would we need one in there? And he goes, no, 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 no. That's the thermostat. That's your thermostat control. And then I saw the little uh, temperature thing next to it. And I was like, oh, he goes, we're actually not allowed to install any cameras in any bedrooms. That is, and I don't know if that's a law or if that's just the company thing. He goes, we're not allowed to install any cameras in any bedroom and i was like well good because that just gave me a heart attack right there i thought oh my gosh why are they putting a camera in our room and so i i thought that was interesting like that's their at work rule you are not allowed to when you secure uh when you're doing home security to put a camera in a bedroom and i'm wondering what you're not allowed to do rule is for your job at 702-364-9400 we had one when i worked at the rental car place and it's because of uh, my buddy that this rule and i think it was just a local rule that was applied i don't think it was a national rule to value rent a car but it was my buddy's jeff because with jeff's actions they put this rule into place you cannot rent a car to a family member so if, if, oh, really? If my parents were coming in, Mercedes, and you and I were working that night, I could not do the contract. They had to go see you or another person because here's why. Jeff would do this all the time with friends and also with family members, and it was a family member that rented the car, and when they returned it, Jeff wasn't there for the return. The manager was there and caught this. He would have his family members book economy cars, like $12 a day back then. But they would come to rent the car. He would bump them up to like a Mitsubishi Diamante oh. or an Eclipse or something that was going for close to $70 a day, a really high-end vehicle. When we had the economy car on the lot, he was saving them $50, $60, $70 a day because they were his family members. So because of that, if you had a family, I think they were cool with us with friends. I'm not, I, I forget, but family, definitely. Family was coming in. Someone else had to do the rental. No kidding. Mm-hmm. What is what is your not allowed to do rule at work? 702-364-9400. Um, I, 
I was thinking for us, what is it? And there's one that really stands out and I, and I want to be careful and I, I want to, I don't want you to test the system because that will seriously get in trouble if we do this. But there is, there is someone who's famous for a certain line that they say. And if you say this line or use it in any context on the air, you will be in so much trouble, possibly I, I don't know if you get fired, but I don't ever want to test it because the person who says this famous line, they actually monitor stations across the country because they have it trademarked. And if it is used, they will come after you and sue you to get the money from that. So every year we get um, we get an email that's like, Never use this phrase. I know you know the one I'm talking about. Absolutely. This person that says that phrase makes a living off of suing and TV stations, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I mean, we can say the person's name, right? It's I mean, Michael Buffer. Yeah, it's Michael, Michael Buffer. Buffer. And you know his famous line, and I'm not going anywhere near it. But we're not allowed to say that on the air. And he's probably hearing this right now because I'm sure he has his so he's name. triggered. His name triggered. is being said. Yes. And and how are you doing, sir? I hope you're having a great day. We're not going to say it, but I just think that's fascinating. That is something we are not allowed to do. We do the TV show Channel Eight, Las Vegas now, and this was recently. I went in, and one of our coworkers had the, their script written. They wrote out their script, and they they used that like three times. Oh. <gasps> On the script, so it's before the show starts. Oh, I see it. Thank goodness. And I'm like, hey, just a heads up, you can't say that. They're like, what? And I had to explain him the whole thing. They're like, you kidding me? I'm like, I'm dead serious. You say that, he's going to find out in the station, you, someone's going to be in trouble. You're going to get fined. Yeah. He makes a good living <laughs> off of that. Yeah. It's crazy. So just keep that in mind. That's our, what we're not allowed to do. We need a catchphrase that we can make money off of. Hmm. <laughs> What could it be? Hmm. Take your shoes off when you go to the house. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get sued for saying that. I don't know how I feel about these kind of uh, little quizzes because I, I, I feel like in the end we always find out something about ourselves that we don't want to find out. <laughs> I was embarrassed with my results. I did the quiz that's last what, night. That's what I saw you were embarrassed, and I was like, oh, great. So that means I'll probably get embarrassed about my results. I did the quiz, and I just was not. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me with these results? So it's a, a quiz that determines who you really are. And can we all do this? We, or Yeah, no, everyone okay. can do this. You're driving to work, getting ready for work right now, for school, whatever. You can do this quiz. It takes 15 seconds to do. So you guys ready? Okay, so Steffi, do ready? I need a pen and paper? Yeah, yeah just to kind of jot down your answer. It's easy to remember them, too. Okay. Um, I'm going to play the audio. It was um, on TikTok. This thing is just going all over the place, going viral. Here we go. I'll just play the audio. Quick and easy 15-second personality quiz. And I usually don't like these, but this one's pretty cool. So all you have to do is answer the three questions as quickly as possible. So first up, if you could be an animal, which animal would it be? Wait, your answer, no, write it down. Tiger. Okay, now let's say that animal doesn't exist, so choose another animal. Bunny. <laughs> and now finally, let's say both of those animals don't exist, so choose a third one. Uh, puppy. Okay. So you got tiger, bunny, puppy. Steph, what did you have? I had lion, zebra, hedgehog. <laughs> oh, gosh, he's laughing. He's making fun of us. We answered wrong. What about you? What did you answer? So I did it last night. I did lion as well. Then I went horse, and then I went goat. Okay. Okay. Everyone And got- you did not like your answers. <laughs> you ready for this? Yes. Okay, here we go. Here's what everything means. 
So depending on your answers to these questions, we could figure out your personality. So the first animal you chose is how you want people to perceive you. Okay. Okay. A tiger. Lion. 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 We all all want to be perceived as like strong and confident. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if you chose a lion, for instance, you want people to perceive you to be strong or ferocious. The second animal is how people actually see you. The third, second animal is how people actually see you. Yeah, I down a horse. So do you perceive me as a horse? <laughs> I can see that. Right? I can see it. You hang out with horses. I hang out with all horses. You have horses. Yeah. I think you're turning into one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what was your second animal? Uh, uh, a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, we perceive you as sweet. A bunny. Kind. Quick. Cute. You're, quick you're cute. very cute. Hop, hop, hop. I, w- I know my husband wishes I was more like a bunny. <laughs> In your mind, you're this tiger. <laughs> but we see you as a we're sweet just, bunny. Like, bunny hopping all over the place. What were you, Steph? I was a zebra. What do you see? Unique. There's, oh, yeah, there's yeah. like, there's two sides to you. Huh. you you've got, you know, you've got those stripes. You're, you, you're, black. you're not just black and white. You're both black and white. Yeah, or I'm just black and white. You don't get the middle. You the just stripes. see yeah. the good or the yeah, bad. I like that. Okay. Oh, great. What is the last okay, one? Okay, we all now? ready? Okay, wait. First is what, how you want to be perceived. Uh-huh. Second is how people actually perceive you. Uh-huh. So what is the last Here one? Here is the last one. And then the third animal is who you actually are. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> who we actually are? I'm a... Goat! <laughs> You're the greatest of all time! Oh, thank you for the spin. I was thinking of little Billy Goat or something. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Mercedes, you? I'm a puppy. <laughs> oh, I love puppies! So cute! That's who I really am. I just, you know what? I see it. I just, at the end, like, I was, I, I was just wanting affection last night from my husband. I was just like, you can hug me if you want. Like, I just want to be loved. I just want to be snuggled and loved. So I can totally see that. That's, That's good. all I want is just to be loved. Still learning how to potty train. <laughs> Still running around here buying everything. Yes, eating the shoes. Oh, my God. Sleeping in a crate at night. <laughs> <laughs> and Steph is a hedgehog. She just wants gold rings. <laughs> you ready? It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. So, I, did, I don't know if you saw the story about that former uh, 70s show star, Danny Masterson. He was uh, hoping his second rape trial would end much like the first. But after a mistrial last year, he was convicted on two counts of rape back in May and sentenced to 30 years in prison yesterday. Due to his uh, celebrity status, he's been moved to a more protective section of prison, mm. like uh, O.J. Simpson, but uh, 30 years in prison. Wow. Scumbag. Well-deserved. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to yeah. say. Sorry, buddy. Yep. Not, actually, not sorry. Not sorry not at sorry all. At you all. got what you, need, what you deserve. Loser. Also, uh, this morning, for a while, this is... This is funny, but what, in my mind, what people panic by or just start buying in bulk because they want to have all of it. For a while, um, it seemed like there was going to be a new shortage of something. Uh, and apparently, there, there well, there hasn't been much uh, of a shortages on anything until now. The Wall Street Journal says that there is now a shortage of laxatives. But... 
this time it's not a supply chain issue or anything like that. It's an overuse issue. The report says that Americans have developed a laxative habit and we're suffering from excessive constipation because we're not eating enough fiber. And people also may be taking laxatives to deal with bowel dysfunction caused by anxiety and stress. Others as a weight loss hack um, because of all the misinformation out there on TikTok about what healthy bathroom behavior should be. But regardless of why people are taking laxatives, the demand is increasing. People are noticing a lot of stores are selling out, especially the, uh, the name brands. They say, you know, be careful. Overuse of them can lead to chronic dehydration. Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. Have you ever had a colonoscopy? <laughs> no, I have not. Laura, my wife, she's got Crohn's disease, so she has a colonoscopy done every single year. And the prep that goes into that thing, you're literally drinking a, a container of a laxative that you would take over a week's time or something. Last year, maybe a month or a year. Oh, you... that uh, chloride stuff? My husband had to take one of those. He had to drink that stuff. Yeah. Cleans. Mm-hmm. Cleans you he out. It cleans you out. Yeah. So you get Gatorade or certain whatever drink. There's certain drinks you got to use. So Gatorade, you dump all the powder in there. And before you even start drinking that drink, you take two laxatives. So you take two laxatives. Oh, gosh. Then you drink half that drink, and then you take two more laxatives and finish the drink. And that is going to whew, fresh start the following morning. So now we know why, why that Delta passenger had issues on that plane. <laughs> you thought he could hold that it. That would be me. Absolutely. Okay. Finally, this morning, I didn't know that there was a surgery for this. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. And is this something that you would ever consider uh, guys or ladies? Um, a man whose voice was so high that people would often mistake him for a woman. He underwent surgery to make his voice sound deeper. He's 26 years old. He's not being identified, but he flew to Istanbul, Turkey, to receive what's called a voice masculine masculinization operation. The surgery costs about eight grand, and it it tweaks the vocal cords to make them more relaxed, and that will produce a lower sounding voice. So this ear, nose, and throat specialist who worked on the patient said. They tried several different voice tones and they finalized the procedure when they found a satisfying deepness level. Fortunately, when the doctor spoke to the patient afterwards, he said, you know, we made a follow up to his to to him later and found that his whole life had changed because of it. His social life, his work life, everything changed because his voice got deeper. There's always that that one guy out there that just has that voice like Sam Elliott. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon. Irish beef stew, beef brisket, Chateaubriand. Say like Morgan rotten, Freeman. Now they, beef. you know, your toilet paper yards. Yeah, like, right. That's too expensive. <laughs> Would you I ever get a voice masculinization a, uh, surgery? <laughs> uh, I was real... just choking too, so I'm not making fun. That was a real cough. Uh, I would not. I would not. I would not. It, but I mean, the, the, having a powerful voice like that—that's really cool. But I would not have that surgery. Or, or ladies, do you ever get mistaken for a man, and you're like, I would like a more dainty, feminine voice? I, the thing for me, and this especially was a thing, you know, ten years ago when we all used our landlines and stuff, and people would call the landlines, and I'd answer, and they'd always ask me if they could talk to my mom, and I'm like, ten years ago, so they thought you were yeah. a kid. They all thought I was a kid the way I really? answered the phone. I'd answer and they'd be like, hi, is your mom there? I'm like, um, I am the mom. Like, it, it's so funny. I and Maybe it's the way I said hello. And I guess I do kind of sound like a kid when I say hello. I was like, hello? 
Oh my gosh! Yeah, somebody a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. They would always ask me if I would. Is your mom there? And I'm like, oh. And then and then I play along with it because I know they want to talk to to me. I'm like, what's this regarding? <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds a little fake. <laughs> the hello sounds like a like a, like a teenager. Hello, hello. hello? <laughs> what a great way to screen your calls too. Yeah, exactly. No, she's not here. <laughs> Do you remember I was telling you about my neighbor the other day who was jamming uh, some Christmas music in the middle of the day? Wasn't it Pentatonix? Yes, exactly. Mary, did you know? Yes. <laughs> my husband and I were all, like going on a walk, and our neighbor she pulls into her driveway, and this song is blasting from her car. And I made a comment. I was like, "Christmas music, I love it." And she goes, "Oh yeah, it makes me. People give me a hard time about it, but it makes me happy." So we talked about this on the air. I think it was last week, and uh, I saw her again yesterday. She's rolling in the neighborhood she, with this, right? She she wasn't listening to Christmas music this time, but I saw her, and I I said, "Hey, did, I I talked about how you were listening to Christmas music on the air," and she goes, "I actually heard it was so funny." And she goes, "But the thing you forgot to mention was that." For Filipinos, it's totally normal. Now, she's Filipino, and she said as soon as the months start to end with B-E-R, it's time to celebrate Christmas. She says this is something, if you're Filipino, you just know this. And I said... I had no idea. I had no idea that 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 was a thing. And she's like, yeah, it seems odd to other cultures. But she goes, I guarantee you, if there were any Filipinos listening to that, they totally knew where I was coming from. Huh. So we can start celebrating now. We always give people heat that start putting up their decorations in November, late October. Other places around the world, we're fine going now. Well, I mean, I'm, maybe it's a cultural thing. <laughs> maybe maybe it, it just depends. Like, is there something that may seem odd? to other cultures but it's totally normal in your your culture now steph you're you're part filipino are you not yeah i'm half uh, okay so is that is that do you agree with her on that i actually right when you were telling the story you never said what culture she's from and i'm like oh she's gotta be filipino <laughs> no and I was, I was like hope i'm not offending anyone but it's true and I, they leave their christmas lights on their house i think like all year long it's so funny i never knew that i want to be filipino i want to start <laughs> celebrating christmas now that's amazing what are some other things you, you've, you've traveled the world what are some other things that, that you've witnessed this is it, it was a fashion thing but i remember my dad he used to do international travel business all the time and one summer he came back from paris and he'd always bring us back a gift we're so excited when he get home to see you know our father but i have a gift for us and he brought my sister and i velcro shoes i'm like what the heck are these things there's no shoelaces and he's like everyone in paris is wearing these shoes everyone they're all over paris they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna come to the states trust me i was one of the first kids to have velcro shoes i remember being made fun of like your shoes don't have laces Opening them up for the first time, closing them. And then sure enough, it was like three or four months after the fact, they started rolling in here in the States. I'm like, wow, look at that. I was ahead of the curve. You were avant-garde in mm -hmm. the fashion industry. What is what is something that seems odd to other cultures, but it's totally normal in your culture? 702-364-9400. Hey, Andrew, good morning. Hey, how are you, Mercedes? Doing great. Is there something that you do in your culture that seems odd to other cultures? I actually just was commenting on the Filipino thing. My boyfriend is from the Philippines, and he has been talking about Christmas since September 1st. 
and how they're going to be celebrating it, and he wants to decorate now. Yeah, months that end in BER. Who knew? I mean, I, I fireworks till till January first. <laughs> I love it. This this is something I can get get on board with. With my Hispanic side of my family, I'm Hungarian, half Hungarian, half Hispanic, and then my Hispanic side of the family. For us, there is no bad time to eat beans or chili. You can have it for breakfast. You can have it for lunch. You can have it for dinner. There were always beans and chili readily available. It might be in a, in a butter tub in your um, in your fridge. Like I never know what's in the butter tubs in my fridge when I go visit my mom. It's a it's rolling the dice. It could be butter. Most likely it's not butter. Yeah. Most likely it's <laughs> beans or chili of some sort. But you can always count on that being in the refrigerator at any given time, and you can have it at, for, for what do you want for breakfast? Oh, let's have some beans and chili. Okay. What do you want for dinner? We'll do some beans and chili. Like, that is always readily available for you. It's ready to go. And there's a great observation about those butter tins. Like my, my grandmother, too. The butter tin, you know, it's a roll of dice. Same with this. You have those cookie tins. Oh, the butter cookies? Yeah, it's, there's, there's always, never cookies. It was always sewing supplies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sewing stuff. I don't want a needle. I want a cookie, Grandma. Hey, yo, you ready? Now. Now. It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Oh Wow Wheel on Mix 94.1. A lot of us will play a song that makes you say oh wow, and our guest vetoer today is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Morning. Thank you for joining us. We're going to give the wheel a good spin. You will decide if it... uh... If the person it lands on gets to play their song, it's like for the past four or five weeks it's landed on you, JC. You are on a roll right now. Will we go for another week or will it land on someone else that's slowing down and is landed on JC again? I am not kidding you. It is (laughs) you again. That's great for you. This is like five weeks in a row. This is fantastic, but... Doesn't mean your song's going to play. Cynthia will decide. So if you do give him the veto, Cynthia, it's going to move to my song. So, JC, tell her what your uh, category is and what your song is. All right, Cynthia, my category was a song from an all-female group, a a girl band. And I went with a a group from the 80s. Um, It's the Pointer Sisters. And I went with Jump. Jump for my love. Yes. (laughs) She doesn't even have to hesitate. She's like, absolutely. by the Pointer Sisters is on the Oh Wow Wheel. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. From 1984, it's the Pointer Sisters and Jump on Mix 94.1. It can always depend on you for an 80s song. <laughs> yeah. Always. If you yeah. need one, JC's got it for you. That was your uh, pick for the Oh Wow Wheel today. It landed on JC. He got to play his song. If he would have gotten the veto, it would have gone to me. My category today was a song by an artist whose name starts with the letter B. A band or artist that start with the letter B. My song by, was by an artist whose last 
name is Black, first name Rebecca. Oh. And the song is Friday. <laughs> I know many people hate this song. It's probably better that it didn't land on me. I'm sure I would have gotten the veto, but I just love this song. It's a great song. Steph, what about you? Your category and your song. My category this week was a song with fire heat or hot in the title i also went with an 80s song i went with shaka khan's through the fire wow i haven't heard this song forever i love this song i would have definitely say oh wow yes (laughs) that one great choices this week and we'll be back next Friday. Make sure you are listening for that. We've got your Apple HomePod Mini. That's yours with Heads Up, and that's coming up next. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, our contestant this morning is Allie. Good morning. How are you, Allie? Good morning. I'm doing awesome. How are you guys? Really great. We are so happy to have you on the show playing Heads Up. You're playing for this Apple HomePod Mini. And your category this morning is Power Rangers, okay? National Power Rangers Day was last Monday. These are all different TV shows, okay? I'll do my best. All right. You got this. I know it. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, Let's go with Mercy. Mercedes. I think she said me. Yeah, yeah Mercedes. Mercedes. Did you say me? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, Allie, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you win, and you start now. It's an old show about a couple that marries, and they each have three kids. Here's a story of a um, man named... Brady. Brady. Brady yes. This is um, Angelica, Tommy Pickles, Phil and Lil. It's Yes, this is um, Monica Chandler, um, Rachel. Yes, this is uh, it's all right because I'm Um, Saturday Saturday morning. Okay, Um, uh, this is Shaggy and Velma and. um, Oh, my gosh. Yes, this is thank you for being a friend, Rose. um, And uh, they're older ladies. and They live in Florida. Are, are you there? Yeah, I'm Sorry. Uh, uh, this is uh, the House of Stark, and um, this is um, the, the, the um, oh, man. whoa, darn it. Oh, we were so close. We got four. Oh, darn. man. That was harder than I thought. It really was. I'm sorry, Allie. I let you down. Do not hang up. Please hang oh. on the line. We're going to get you uh, some sort of consolation prize. Matt, I messed up. I don't think I think that was one where people we we heard you screaming the answers at the radio. I well, I, and uh, I think her connection was against yeah. us. I think I was cutting in and out for her. I th- she was cutting in and out for me, but that's a that's a chance you take when you play heads up. The good news <laughs> for you listening right now is if you're caller twenty, you're gonna win this Apple HomePod Mini. Caller twenty wins it seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Mary J. Blige on this Friday. It is 834. Thank you so much for joining us. Is that, are you like, do you feel like you discovered a dinosaur fossil? Yes. <laughs> By digging with what you just told me. JC uh, has a friend who has something that is very, you don't see a lot anymore. You I don't. Guess. You don't. It's a, a new friend. We've been friends about six months now, and um, we've hung out, text messages exchanged, and I had to email him something this week. I'm like, hey, send me your email. 
His email is a Hotmail account. It's his name at Hotmail.com. I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know Hotmail email addresses still exist. I mean, yeah, compared to your Yahoo account <laughs> that you have. Wait a second. JC, those who live in glass houses. Hold on. <laughs> if we rank them, I think it goes as far as like the dinosaurs that are still out there. Hotmail's top of the list. No way. AOL. Oh, yes. AOL is at the top of the list. AOL, Hotmail, MSN, then Yahoo. No way. It's AOL, Yahoo, no. MSN, Hotmail. Yahoo is like, like that's a surprise it was ever an email. Like, it should never have been an email. That no way, no way. So I, you're right there. You're right there with your friend. My my Yahoo email account. It's so embarrassing. It's Radio JC, and it was when you you know back then when you had a Yahoo account, you made them cool and stuff. Like oh, I'm I'm in radio. My name is JC. The sad thing is, here I am coming down on my buddy with a hotmail. I still use Radio JC, and it's embarrassing. I was signing up for a, like a frequent buyers program yesterday at a store, and like, what's your email? Radio JC. Well, I I can't get I I can't come down on you because I think we're all kind of like holdouts on certain things that are a little old. And I I, I mean, of all the things to have, an old email, it's not that bad. I I still email people that have AOL accounts. I mean, your mom? Just, no, my mom has an MSN one though. Oh. She does have an MSN, <laughs> and I'm always like, Mom, can you can you get a Gmail? She's like, I tried. They're all taken, <laughs> and she's she's got a point. Like. All the good ones are taken. Well, hold on a second. We could be onto something here. Because I agree. You can't find JC Fernandez, Jorge Fernandez. They're all taken at Gmail. They're taken out of all of them. What if I roll it back and your mom rolls it back and goes to Hotmail? Because Hotmail, everyone was doing the shtick back then. So I wonder if I can get JC Fernandez at, at Hotmail. You might be able to. I would take that in a heartbeat. I was thinking of collaborating with Snoop Dogg and then creating a new service called Snoop D-O-double-G Mail. <laughs> and that way we would all be able to get our own emails. So you don't even have to worry about it. Um, I, we just got a text here. What's, what's the thing that you... Just hang on to no matter how outdated it is, you still hang on to it. Um, and I'm the queen of hanging on to something outdated. I'll tell you that in a second. But this text just says um, we still use AOL at work. Uh, this one says my daughter-in-law's grandma has a Juno email account. I don't even know what that is. What's a Juno email account? I've never heard of that. I'm going to Juno right now. Um, I still have. My landline, my original phone number that I moved to Las Vegas with, and we still have a landline, rarely rings. We never answer it. As a matter of fact, I wonder if I called it right now. Um, now, when you, because I, I was a long holdout on a landline, but I got rid of it years ago. And the reason I was keeping it because of my security system. And that's when I had ADT at the time. They even told me, you don't need the landline. You just had ADT come in your house to refresh things. Do they tell you you don't need the landline anymore? I don't. I, they, nobody. We just feel comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't even know how to dial out on these stupid phones. Um, but I was going to see if anyone would even answer it at my house, which I'm sure. Steph, do you have my landline number? Can you call it and just put it on hold as soon as it starts ringing? I guarantee I, you. I don't know if I have your home. Yeah, that's all right. Let me see. <laughs> no, <nobody laughs> Wait, hold it. on. I think I do. I saved it. Nobody has it. It's it's one of those things that if it rings, it's it's one of two people. It's a telemarketer. It's my mom. Like Those are the only people that ever call my, my landline. They are hard to find, people with landlines. But also, too, it's very archaic. But how's your cell signal in your house? 
Do you ever use the landline or are you always still using your cell? Um, I use it rarely, very rarely, um, because if the Wi-Fi is down, I have to use it because mm-hmm. my cell signal absolutely sucks. She did have my home phone number. Look at that. Anybody answering? Let's. Hello? Hello? Oh, you answered the landline? Yeah. Wow. wow. You're, by the way, this is my husband, everyone. Matt, Matt, this is everyone. Hello. So what's the emergency? There's no. <laughs> <laughs> hot, hot, hot. It's time for the hot three on Mix 94.1. Did you see that um, people glued themselves to the floor at the U.S. Open? Why were we gluing ourselves <laughs> to the floor? Is there a protest going on? Yeah. Okay. It's a, the women's semifinal match last night at the U.S. Open uh, between Coco Goff and Carolina Machova. Machova. Uh, they, they, it was ground to a halt one game into the second set because of vi- environmental protesters. The group of people started chanting during the match, and then two of them left quietly when security arrived, but a total of four people were removed from the stadium as part of the incident. And then um, they said that another protester had glued his bare feet to the concrete in front of his seat. So that took police officers a little while to remove. That's a painful protest. Tearing your skin off and everything. Yeah. I mean, it must have been Gorilla Glue, right? That stuff is so strong. I once touched it and then touched my other finger, and it was so hard to it's get gonna, off. It's going gonna, it's gonna to dry so fast. It was so, yeah. It's not like Elmer's where it's just like, boom, you're fine. I used to, as a kid in school, I'd put Elmer's glue all over my hand and then let it dry and try to peel it off in like a handprint. It never worked, but that was always my thing. This Gorilla Glue, and what's the other glue? There's another really strong glue. Uh, not cr- super glue. Crazy Glue. Crazy right, Glue, yeah. I, yeah. Got, I got some right here. It's crazy. That's right. It's with a K, though. Yeah, that makes it even crazier. Uh-huh. Anything with a K that starts with a K instead of a C or ends with an S and, or a Z instead of an S, it's like extra. So like if you're playing some jams, they're just regular jams, J-A-M-S, it's like, eh, I'm listening to some jams. But if you're listening to J-A-M-Z jams, oh, you're listening to some jams. <laughs> was it, <laughs> it Mix 94.1? Weren't we jamming 94.1 or 94.1 jams before we came Mix in 1996? Yes, we were. And it was jams with a Z to my it wasn't knowledge. Really? To my knowledge. I'm not sure. I wasn't here then. But if anyone knows, if anyone's listened to this radio station, was it jams 94.1 jams with a Z or an S? Because it was extra good if it was a Z. Heck yeah. We got to check our Wikipedia page. I bet you that's all in there. I know, right? That's just the rule of thumb. S for Z, K for C. Makes it better. Mm. Keep that in mind. All right. So anyway, they got the guy out and that's what happened. Again, painful though. You're losing skin. Yes, exactly. Um, Also this morning. So this study just came out and it found that 79% of women in opposite sex marriages still choose to take their husband's uh, last name. They they checked with uh, married women. 14% of married women keep their maiden name. 5% hyphenate it. Um, And only 5% of married men take their wife's last name. I've never met a man who took their wife's last name. I think that's fascinating. Is there anyone listening who has done that? And why did you? Uh, Maybe you just didn't like your last name. Maybe you wanted to show her how much you loved her. If if your wife said, hey, would you take my last name? Would you do it? Honestly, I would not take her last name. But if Laura said she didn't want to take my last name, I would not be mad at her. 
I would, I'd be cool with it. So you, she wanted, her last, her last name is Doherty. If she kept that, I'm cool. But she said, I want you to take my name. I'm like, no, I'm going to keep Fernandez. You can keep your name. And we're still married. We're still a unit. But you never, you didn't always feel that way. I, I thought I recall you saying that you really wanted her to take your last name. Do, am I dreaming that? Or did you say that? I, mean, I bet you my stance has changed over the yeah. years. If you were to, if this would have happened in 2007, when we got married, I'm sure I would have been, hey, no, I want you to be Not Fernandez. Not like we're done if you do it. <laughs> but no, I understand. Uh, but my, my outlook now, you know, people evolve over the years. It's, I'd be totally cool with it. By the way, we were jams with a Z. Oh, yeah. You know you got the jams. You know you did. K KXTZ 94.1 jams. Oh, that must have been a great radio station. Never heard it, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally this morning dictionary.com, they added new words to their database and I always find this fascinating like what they feel is good enough and more mainstream enough to finally make it into the dictionary. So I'll give you a couple of these Words or phrases, you tell me if you know what the definition is. Okay. Okay. Uh, a John, J A W N. A John, J A W N, either a bathroom or isn't a, isn't a name for prostitutes? A John? Well, yeah, but it's not spelled like that. Oh, I thought maybe they like hit the, the spelling up. The reason I ask you is because it says it's commonly used in Philadelphia. It says something or someone for which the speaker does not know or does not need a specific name. I guess they're just naming him John, but spelling him this way. Listen, I moved out of Philly in 1995, yeah, so yeah, it could be something threw, new. Um, how about a coffee nap? Do you know oh, what a coffee nap is? I do, because I do them. It's got to be when you drink coffee or caffeine and then immediately take a nap. So when you wake up in 15, 20 minutes... You're not only waking up for your nap, but the caffeine's kicking in. Yeah, that's exactly. They say 15 to 30 minutes on okay. that one. So, um, and uh, a shower orange. A shower orange, some kind of uh, special soap or something you're using in the shower? You got to do this. I did this because I saw it on TikTok and I was like, I'm going to try it. It's amazing, you guys. Uh, it's an orange that is peeled and eaten under a steamy shower and the benefit is that the steam enhances the orange fragrance and creates a soothing experience for the person who is showering eat an orange in the shower plus you get all the stickiness of that orange off of you it makes your shower smell so good it's so therapeutic i did it i was like this is absolutely incredible try a shower orange this weekend you will not regret it so you're in your house yes and you're like i gotta take a shower and you go out to your kitchen, you get yourself an orange, and then you go upstairs and you get a really hot shower. We know the one in terms of steam and yes. You get naked, you go in there and you start peeling and eating the thing? Yes. Yes. I actually asked my husband, I was like, can you just buy me one orange because we normally don't get oranges? And he's like, for what? I'm like, I want to try the shower orange thing. And he did it. And it was awesome. It was so good. Can you get hog wild eating it? Like you said, because you just get crazy, but it rinses right off. And you don't have to worry about the stickiness all over your face, all over your hands. Those shower smells fantastic. He even got in after me. He's like, wow, it smells good in here. I was like, I know it's my shower orange. It's time for the Friday Rewind. We take it back to another year. We try to figure out what the song is, but it's not that easy. The song is Rewound, and so we try to guess it when it's played backwards. What year are we going to? 1997. So the song did peak at number two that year. It was released in June of 97. Paint the picture as far as TV. Ally McBeal was the new TV show. But on September 6, 1997, 2.4 billion people 
tuned in to watch Princess Diana's, Diana's funeral back in 1997. Oh, wow. Okay, 1997. Let's get our mindset there. Late 90s music. Here we go. Oh. Is it Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth? It is. Steve Harwell, who we lost this week. So good to this radio station. It's such a big part of building Mix 94.1. Absolutely. So this song was huge in 1997. Peaked at number two on the charts. Here's Smash Mouth. It's Walking on the Sun. It's Mix 94.1. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Lots of new music out today, including the big one, Olivia Rodrigo. Her highly anticipated second album, Guts, was released overnight. She's already given us this number one single, Vampire. She also uh, released the song, Bad Idea Right. Before the official album release, she said that this album was really inspired by 1990s female artists who aren't afraid to be angry and remorseful and spiteful and snarling. So let's listen to a couple of the other um, tracks from the new album Guts. This one is called Logical. I was, uh, when I was listening to the album last night, I was listening to it with, you know, on Apple Music where it shows the lyrics and yeah. she's singing. And I was like, man, she is a good writer. I really enjoyed it. This song's called Get Him Back. Feeling this is going to be a big album for her. She's also set to perform at the 2023 MTV Video Music Awards on Tuesday night. The uh, I listened to a, a lot of the album this morning. There's so, two songs stand out. One's called Lacey. I think it's amazing, fantastic song. But then with this one, Get Him Back, we're talking about it earlier. Let me go. Ha- this is how the song starts. I met a guy in the summer and I left him in the spring. He argued with me about everything. He had an ego and a temper and a and I mentioned, to me, it sounds like a 90s song, and I couldn't think of the song. It was like in my head, and I, I was kind of singing it. Some some listeners called up and gave me the song. It was, remember the Butthole Surfers? Mm-hmm. The song called Pepper? This is what I think it sounds like. Here are the Butthole Surfers. Marky got with Sharon, Sharon got Sharia. She was Sharon, Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. Oh, yeah, I can hear Marky that. Something there. Yeah. Also uh, out today, V from BTS, he released his new debut solo EP. It's called Layover. And he also released a new music video for the song Slow Dancing, with, which just came out. Here's how that song sounds. Such a great sound. At one point in this song, um, 
there's like a flute solo and it just i don't know i was like wow coffee house vibes it was so good the album's gonna have six songs on it including this one the instrumental version of slow dancing along with pre-release songs like love me again and rainy days the other two tracks are called blue and for us uh jimmy fallon trending this morning the host of the tonight show is apologizing to staffers after an article from rolling stone came out saying that the show has been a toxic workplace for years they reportedly talked with former and current employees that said that it was his erratic behavior and i guess they had a big zoom yesterday he got together with uh, the staff on zoom and he said uh it's embarrassing and i feel so bad sorry if i embarrassed you and your family and friends i feel so bad i can't even tell you the employees said that the apology definitely seemed genuine and that he wants the show to be fun and inclusive to everyone give him credit for stepping out and addressing the situation with his staff at least yeah absolutely you gotta you know you gotta give him credit for that and then finally this morning cup noodle is trending if you're bored with your morning coffee Here's a weird new option. The company that makes cup noodles just announced the debut of caffeinated ramen. So their target market isn't really the breakfast crowd. It's the hungry gamers who stay up late playing video games online. They even put the word gaming in their product, calling it gaming cup noodle. There are two different flavors. There's a black pepper and garlic one and a ginger curry one. They're going to start selling them on September 18th. Sadly, you're going to need a plane ticket to get that sweet ramen buzz, though, because they're only selling them in Japan for now. Ah. Yeah, not clear how much caffeine they're packing, but supposedly enough to give you a nice big energy boost and keep you alert. So that is what's trending. Your Usher tickets coming up here in 10 minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.